Welcome, welcome, welcome back, 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 back. This is the second edition of Wrestle Raiders. I am your host, Frank Petrelli, and I got my good, 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 good friend in Wrestling Paradise, Roach Boy Red, along with me. Red, say what up. What up, y'all? The Roach Boy has arrived. Absolutely, absolutely. And we come bearing great tidings today. It is the cusp of WrestleMania season, and I cannot be more excited. There are amazing things going on both sides of the coin right now, Raw and SmackDown. We're going to dive all right into it right here at the beginning of the show. I want to start off just by saying how excited I was by CM Punk's promo this Monday on Raw. Uh, I was even more excited by his promo on SmackDown. I think that he is finally giving us the punk that we want to see and need to see i don't know what's going to happen this wrestlemania season but him declaring that he has an interest in winning the royal rumble and actually talking about main eventing wrestlemania makes me feel like he's speaking that into existence how's how about you bro i do not think that i think i don't know the main event scene is such a i won't say mess but a mystery right now. Triple H and the rest of WWE Creative, I think, for most people going into this, might have, quote-unquote, booked themselves into a corner. But I think just the option that, like, every match on WrestleMania could be a main event type shit this year. We have the arguably the best, most predominant roster we've had in decades and it's almost like well biased aside because if i'm being biased the only main event that we need at wrestlemania this year to be the main event is cody and roman because well that's they've been building this story for almost two years now and it needs paid off in the biggest way but other than that the more i think about it we have like Rhea Ripley, Becky Lynch is probably going to be on the card. Any match with LA Knight is going to be a main event caliber match. Jay Uso versus Jimmy Uso. You and me haven't even talked about that much. Like that is that is a big match. That's a qualifier for a main event match. CM Punk versus Seth Rollins. Uh CM Punk versus Stone Cold Steve Austin if it's even an option still. Like there's endless main event caliber matches so it almost feels like it won't matter where on the card these things go i believe i believe cm punk seth rollins has to main event on night i think that cody rhodes roman reigns absolutely has to main event a night i think that rhea ripley also is in leagues for herself being a main eventer of wrestlemania i just don't see the matchup yet like what it would be to to word to be worthy of a main event and it's nothing against her whatsoever but it takes two to tango and i just don't see a light burning as bright as rhea ripley right now that it would make sense if you get what i mean like i just don't where does it make sense where does I she think fit that's why i think becky lynch is the only option she's the only other women's wrestler in wwe right now who is permanently over ever since 2019 when she became the man there has not really been a slump in popularity for becky lynch she's always top five sellers on the website she is always in the main event scene i mean look what she did for nxt that women's title has never mattered more (laughs) see my thing is and i know you'll disagree and we'll get back to the punk stuff and and the the main event stuff for a second but i I really want to like touch on this while we're on it we talked about this the other day and i'm going to float this theory to the listeners i think if if i'm booking i think we get a swap i think we get becky lynch to smackdown i think we get bianca belair to raw we get bianca and rhea for that and we get the four horsewomen versus versus damage control or whatever they're going to call themselves, the Joshi version, at WrestleMania. I think that's an easy, that that you get that main event that they've been like alluding to, and it's at WrestleMania for the newly crowned Women's World Championship on Raw. I think that that works. I think that, and it still keeps Becky busy. It get it gets us the four horse uh, woman reuniting that we all are clamoring for so much. 
Sasha gets to come back, which I honestly think that's in the cards. We're going to touch on that on another episode, but I definitely think she's going to be back, and I definitely think that that's a great match. And that also could main event. Well, I don't know if you saw last night or not, but Charlotte Flair might have an injury. I did not see her get injured. Yeah, she, uh, she, I only watched the highlights of the match so far, but her and Asuka had their match last night. She did something to her leg. Asuka won by a really quick surprise roll-up, and then Charlotte, like, needed help getting out of the ring into the back and stuff, so... Well, depending on, that kind of yeah. sucks, because depending on the severity of that injury, that also eliminates the option of Charlotte... Still there, brother. Can you hear me? Yep. We lost you there for a second. It's okay. But, uh, yeah, if Charlotte Flair is injured, that eliminates both the option of that four horsewomen's match, but it also takes away the match that everyone has been putting together since the announcement of her Jade Cargill versus Charlotte Flair. That is like one that is one of the biggest quote unquote cross promotional matches that we could possibly get. That's an interesting prospect. So do you think we get Jade by Mania? I would hope she would debut at like the Rumble at least or Elimination Chamber or in the lead up to Elimination Chamber. I think she might win the women's Royal Rumble. That's what I was thinking. She comes out at number thirty. Or the Lucky 27. That's a sleeper name that everybody's kind of like not forgot about, but like really not factoring into any of these mania talks when they're having them. Especially after Triple H said that they're retraining her because AEW didn't do a good enough job. She's going to be a beast. She's definitely going to be a beast and a worthy contender to be talking about in this upcoming WrestleMania season. You're actually pretty spot on with that. I think... um, yeah, man, I really think that we might get that four horsewomen uh, damage control match. That would be awesome. And I think Rhea and Bianca could be like a fucking a, a sleeper match for match of the night. It, it could be amazing. It could definitely be really good. And I mean, if the Charlotte Flair injury is something long term, Bianca versus Jade Cargill in Mania or at Mania, and then you could do Rhea and Becky at Mania, but. I think I would really, I would like to see Charlotte Flair versus Jade Cargill. <laughs> I would like to see it down the road. I wouldn't want to see it be at the beginning just because I don't know how good things would be yet. I don't want it to be a stinker. I don't want it to sour the idea of what we've been thinking about since uh, me personally, since I first saw Jade wrestle. Like but I, I, mean, I did not live up to it. But think about how much of a star she would look like if she came in in her like maybe first one-on-one match but probably not by that point hopefully um and she just absolutely goes crazy and tears the house down with charlotte flair yeah that would be really good man i think her and uh rio also i'm waiting for that jade and rio she just needs some type of like grand moment to like or enter the company and like state who she is definitively besides just being this big signing that you have to watch AEW to even know who she is she needs to make a statement on entry or she's just an AEW talent that they signed what if we get wow I didn't think about that either what if we get Jade and Rhea for Wrestlemania Jade wins the Rumble and challenges Rhea Ripley that's a possibility, especially if Charlotte's injured. That's interesting, bro. That's very interesting. And that's, that's to, see, that's what it is, though, about this season, this this WrestleMania season, the wonderment, the, the excitement. I'm excited, bro. I'm literally excited. And it's this way every year for me. And I think that I just, I cannot wait until we get the Rumble Talks really kicked off because we're starting to see some people declare. We're starting to see some people tweet and we're hearing rumblings about rumors, but like we're really not in WrestleMania season until every week leading up. Now you're talking about Rumble qualifiers and you know what I mean? Like 
those are the feelings that I cannot wait. It's almost like I feel like a, a, a person waiting for fall to hit so you can see all the leaves and you know what I mean? The pumpkin spices. That's how I feel about WrestleMania. Like I, I love WrestleMania season and I am just super duper excited to see exactly what we are going to do with these new championships that are are now on Raw and SmackDown. We got the undisputed uh, Universal Championship on SmackDown right now, still on Roman Reigns. Um, what, what people have been talking about Cody finishing his story is are we going to see the culmination of that at WrestleMania will it pay off or are they going to like literally put us down one more time and have Cody face more adversity me personally I think he's going to come away with it but whether you think he will or wouldn't the conversation is what keeps us going and I don't know man I'm excited to see also with Raw with uh, Rollins and Punk or Rollins and Damian because we haven't really touched on that yet either. We still got that money in the bank briefcase just waiting in the wings. Like, we don't know who he's going to cash in on. It could be anybody. What do you think about that briefcase? Like, what are we going to do with that? Uh, I'm kind of thinking at this point they're going to draw this Judgment Day stuff out until Mania. Damien cashes in the second Cody wins against Roman at Mania. Fails the cash in, and then it starts his, like rock bottom rehabilitation arc he gets rid of the judgment day they don't get rid of him it makes him look strong and independent going into a singles run and then we strap him up like organically with the heavyweight belt as a baby yeah okay that's not a bad idea that's not a bad idea at all actually I I really like the idea of him like hitting the rock bottom trying to cash in at mania I'm starting to really get into Damien. I think it's not that I wasn't into him. I like I watched him as Punishment Martinez as well. And I I just never really like was a hundred percent like this is one of my guys. His performances on Raw and like the way he performs in backstage vignettes for me are starting to really like bring me into his character. And I gotta be honest, I would like to see him versus Drew McIntyre down the road for that world heavyweight strap. That's a big man meat match that we really haven't seen that much at all. And I'd love to see the strap involved for it. That would be amazing. Or without the strap, but I just see the strap in his future. That's why I'm throwing that in there. But yeah, man, like him having that briefcase is really just like a a secret card in the mix that like a lot of people really aren't focusing on right now and not realizing like this could play into either story being finished or the beginning of a whole new story and it just shows that wwe really has their like their deck stacked right now like everything all bases are loaded and we're just ready to go um to switch gears a little bit and talk more on just the raw side of things what do you think happens with gunther and we are back sorry everybody we had some technical difficulties but we are back once again red you're good brother yeah wonderful wonderful um yeah we were talking about uh the briefcase and it being on damien and just really getting into the raw side of things i wanted to uh keep it here for a second and ask you like how you feel about gunther and his title reign and where we're going forward as far as wrestlemania season with him that's almost that's kind of like the hardest title to pinpoint what we're gonna do with that mania uh my gut still says chad gable i think he can be rehabilitated from this comedy role again in the like honestly with the fucking drop of a dime uh he just needs one match to show on the main shows what he's capable of again and we will all remember the threat to gunther that he was and then boom he's back in the main event scene but other than that I don't know, maybe, like, Randy? That would be interesting. Randy and Gunther? Yeah, Randy's a beefy boy now, man. Only thing is, he's on SmackDown exclusively now. 
Yeah, cross promotional. That would be cool. A Raw versus SmackDown match, which the flavors right now between Nick Aldis and Adam Pierce, I could see it. I could see us getting one of those for for uh, WrestleMania, which kind of used to be a thing there as well, because we didn't get as many a year cross promotional things back then. So I mean, maybe we could bring that back, like a Raw versus SmackDown match. I don't know if that would be, but it'd be interesting. I think Randy loses that, by the way. Yeah, has to. But um. Yeah, man. Uh, I'd actually like to see Gunther and maybe Bron- uh, Bronson Reed. That or maybe him putting. You said what? <laughs> that sounds boring to me. It sounds kind of like it'll just be like a meat match. It won't really be anything that's like a spectacle. But maybe we could get him uh, in a ladder match, like him defending his thing in a multi-man match. I think that could be interesting. Or if Sheamus comes back. That also feels very like a similar match to the Bronson Reed match. Like, I don't know if it would be that different of, a, of something that we've already seen. Gunther's title reign just feels like that could might. I don't know. I feel like Sheamus doesn't have much time left on his career. It has been like 15 years now. And he's coming back from an injury. I think... We got to get that Intercontinental belt on him at least once. It's the only one he's never had. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure, man, how they were how they're gonna get it on to him because I do agree that he definitely does need that feather in his cap. Um, and I'm and that's someone who could really beat you there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an it's an interesting thought. I'm definitely entertaining it. I would love to see. I'd love to see just a great match with Gunther in it. I think he's one of the best performers right now that they have, and he definitely deserves a good night. Um, yeah, man, it could be, it could be Sheamus. It could be. Um, we were talking Chad Gable a little bit earlier. Maybe we could get a revamped Chad Gable going back at Gunther to try to take that title off of him. Um, I honestly until recently we, I would have said Drew McIntyre. Maybe we get uh depending on what WrestleMania seed is season yields, we could see Ilya Dragunov. How about him versus Gunther? Could be interesting, man. And it renews their feud, which is age long. And it would be... It depends on if they take the NXT scrap off him or not. I think he loses that tonight. Isn't he wrestling Corbin? Mm-hmm. I don't sure think Corbin. I don't, I don't think Corbin's getting that. The strap. Yeah. I think Baron Corbin. Th- go ahead. I think it would be a mistake at this point. Fair enough. Well, we'll get more on that later. I think Baron Corbin might take that off of him. Or enough or nothing, it still is a good while. We got at least five months until Mania. So anything could happen. He doesn't have to necessarily lose it to Corbin now. But I think he drops that championship before Mania and somehow can get in the mix with Gunther on Raw. Triple H has already promoted this match in both territories, in in NXT and NXT UK. So it's not it's nothing that he's like too foreign to. And it definitely would sell tickets as well. What about Braun that- Breaker versus Gunther? Hmm. I didn't think about that much, but I mean, that's a guy who could definitely be a believable threat to Gunther. I have mixed feelings on Rex. Um, <laughs> Don't call him that. Because that, that's how I feel about him right there. Like, I have mixed feelings on Rex. Um, yeah, man, I, I think that that match actually could be decent. And now that I just chewed it over a bit, because I never thought of it either. He's another dark. Oh, my God. The WWE is so stacked up, bro. That's another shining example of like these these conversation starters that we're not really even using as that because it's such a thick deck right now. There's so many NXT names, guy and girls 
that like could get into the mix of WrestleMania season at the drop of a hat, bro, and literally shake the whole scene up. I think Braun Breaker versus Gunther would be a banger. Um, it just I think that also depends on what happens at the PLE tonight. Who does he wrestle tonight? Mm. Hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, I can't. Uh, the the software that we're using, shout out to Spotify for podcasters, available on Google Apps and the Apple Market. Um, I definitely can't click out of this, but I would love to like look that up because I'm pretty sure he does have a match tonight. He's not an Iron Survivor, is he? Um, he might be. Yeah, no tricks involved with that. But um, that match would be very interesting, him and Gunther, actually, now that I think that over. That's going to be on my mind all morning now. I'm probably going to run that in WWE 2K23. That's <laughs> how I feel. Yeah. I think, um, I think the Intercontinental title scene is definitely more stacked now as far as entertainment-wise goes than it's been in a long while. I'm tuned in, I'm dialed up, and I'm ready to see exactly what Guther is going to do at the show of all shows. Um, touching on tag teams a little bit, we actually, uh, we tossed around that combo a bit earlier before the show. Creed's Alpha Academy. How do we get there? Or Pretty Deadly. Or Pretty Deadly. Well, see, Pretty Deadly's on, on SmackDown. So maybe, I mean, and this is huge fingers crossed, we get a title split. I was going to say, the belts are on both shows, though, as well. So even if there's no title split, maybe we get a triple threat. Or if we don't get a title split, we could do this. We could have the title match on one night and have the number one contender, whoever wins the winner of that match on another night. So you can still get two banger tag team matches. Do you think we have enough room on the cards, though? Look at all the talent we have now. I know, man. And it's crazy. It's kind of hard. (laughs) Very hard. And I mean, you look at the nights. If you want to be optimistic, you're like, okay, well, night one, night two, four hours, four hours, maybe five apiece counting the pre-shows. Still, there's so much good stuff on the books that could happen. We could probably book both nights. I think we should. You know what? I'm calling it now. We're doing an episode where we fantasy book WrestleMania completely, top to bottom. I don't know when this is coming, but we're definitely going to do it because that sounds like awesome. That sounds like a blast, and I would love to do that. Um, I'm pretty so sure I have in. most of a card like predicted from a while back. Excellent. You got to bring that. You got to bring that because that's we got to do that. That sounds awesome. But yeah, man, f- five hours a night. It definitely still seems like some stuff is going to be left out. I don't know what we're going to do. I guess that's what Backlash is for. Maybe. But, uh, what does maybe. Dom do? It? What does Dom do at WrestleMania? Do you think he rematches Ray? Uh, Mask versus hair. Interesting. And he retires Rey Mysterio. He retires Rey Mysterio. That sounds like a great fucking idea. He retires Rey Mysterio, dude. He puts Rey Mysterio under, uh, takes his mask permanently, and he he rides off into the sun. Because Dom can't lose that beautiful mane. Let's just go on record. The mane can't go anywhere. That's not happening. He'll go right back to Jobber without it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if he does lose it, he better frost his tips like Eddie did. Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> That's awesome. But um yeah, man. I think um he's another guy though. He's another one that like I think could also snatch up one of these mid-card titles. Now mind you, they're both on heels, I guess. Gunther's not really a heel to me, but He's not necessarily a happy-go-lucky baby face, but I think we can get... I don't see Dom going without a title for long. Dom's one of their top... He has one. Performers. He has. 
Well, he's gonna. How do you think he carries that in the mania, though? I don't know. Now that Wesley's injured, and that's another thing. Like, what happens with that strap? I mean, I I think it's best on him. It's important on him. It's defended most on him. Dom Lowkey is like defending his title more than a lot of people, like across yeah. companies. Well, he does have the most matches out of anyone this year. I'm going to go on record right now. His title is more important than the Continental Classic. <laughs> um, and I guess it depends what you're a fan of. Yep. I just pooped on that company right now. I didn't even mention them in the show open. But I don't know. I think that North American Championship is awesome, and I really, really, really like what they're doing with it. Not sure why he's facing Dragon Lee, like why that was the pick when Homie went down. Like there just could have been other matches that I, I just I don't know. I would have liked to see maybe I, what's Trick doing again? Is he hopefully he wins the Iron Survivor? Did we not get anybody out of that tournament that could have possibly faced him? I don't know. We've just seen this a bunch of times at this point. Well, the the tournament's not over, so he couldn't face one of them. Fair. Doesn't it culminate tonight? Yeah. So it'd be at the same show. Yeah. Hmm. Nathan Frazier? Jobbed. Dom jobbed him out. What about Dijak? (laughs) I just don't. I'm not a fan of Dijak. Love him, you know I love him. He's uh, he was he's seen better days in the black and yellow for sure. But yeah, man, this uh, mid card scene on Raw is crazy. The tag team scene on Raw is insane. I'm voting Creed's Alpha Academy in a 19 minute classic for the championship. That would be just awesome. And could be Chad Gable's defining moment. Him and Otis holding up those straps. Fireworks going off. The Alpha's ultimate lesson aced. They graduated. Yeah, you know I mean, like that's that's we did it. We we brought home glory. I'd also like to see. I'm just gonna throw this out there. Maybe you won't agree. I need to see Tazawa win the uh, battle royale. The Andre the Giant battle royale doing the nasty. That's just <laughs> the moment for me. That's a moment, bro. I wouldn't be mad at it because the battle royale doesn't matter that much. But in history, would... in history, that battle royale hasn't put anyone over. I mean, just think about two years ago, Madcap Moss won that battle royale, and now he's gone. It would be awesome to see. It would be awesome to see um, him win it and then actually get something out of it, like. I win a stipulation I get to pick the stipulation for my team's title match like their next title match or we get to uh, he like wins some type of advantage for Alpha Academy you know like they get to pick their next challengers or something like that because he won that like I would like to see it actually mean something because Tozawa deserves a good win too and he's been so actual entertaining for the last bunch of years to be he did that 24-7 BS for a while i think he deserves something good because he is one of the top pro wrestlers in the world as well he just doesn't get to show that as much him versus shinsuke could be a banger at mania oh man so good that could be his ultimate lesson like his graduating lesson that would be real good bro that's another name we have not mentioned yet on the show yeah and he's doing the best work i've seen in a long time It's interesting, bro. Maybe ever in the WWE, actually. It's my favorite, Shinsuke. Yeah, he's a he's a JoJo villain, bro. And I love JoJo. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, I love it. I think that's actually a good idea. And him versus Tazawa also could be a nice little I, if it was up to me you guys will notice I want everybody to have 19 minute classics like, a, just give everybody 19 minutes on the card Perfect that's a good match to put on the pre-show oh man that's a show that that's a match you put on the pre-show and I'm literally if it's announced you got me every second of this show because of I, the pre-show being stacked like that 
And I think it has most people hooked. One, because of the popularity of Alpha Academy right now. And two, most like smart Mark Wrestling fans like us. And uh, did we lose you? I think we lost him again. Yo, 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 yo. Ladies and gentlemen, so sorry. Can you hear me? Can't hear you now. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, I'm not sure what happened. But Just yeah. Activity. I think putting that match on the pre-show is a great idea because if you do announce it, that brings the people who are fans of Alpha Academy, which is pretty much everyone in wrestling right now. And yeah. It makes the pre-show matches feel like they're not just there. Like, I personally thought that Sammy and JD McDonough was a great idea for a pre-show match last show. Yeah. that And that's a banger. That's a true banger. I love JD McDonough. And Can it I just was? Like say that? And let me say, Sammy Zayn won with the Blue Thunder Bomb, which I am happy to see. He's been doing that a lot lately, trying to use that as a finish. Yeah. Which I like. A lot. I, I never really was into the Yakuza kick. Oh, I don't mind that. I love that shit. It really takes it takes their faces off. Yeah, I just I I I like it as a signature, like to set up the blue thunder bomb, like boom, and then they stumble out, and then he bow drops them in. But I just don't like it as the exclamation. But um, that's another name. Like, what does Sami Zayn do for WrestleMania? Could we get Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura for WrestleMania? Uh, I wouldn't, I don't think hate it right now, but I really got tired of that feud. Yeah. Uh, Sami Zayn, yeah. I mean, depending on if Bill would wrestle Stone Cold or not, Sami Zayn versus Seth Rollins. That could be interesting. That could be interesting. For and me, then, a little deflating, but it could be interesting. And Sami could win. That would be an interesting turn of events. I wouldn't hate it. I just, you got to get me there. That's all. He deserves it, especially also. That's what makes me think it would be a good idea. Like, just get me there. As long as you get me there, I'll buy into anything at this point. I have the ultimate faith in Hunter and his company. And like I said, man, just get me there. But, um. All right. We got to get down in the mud, though, right now. Yeah. Roman Reigns. What are we doing with him? Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes. There's nothing. There is literally no other option, bar none. All right, cool. We're on the same page. <laughs> There's no way around it. There's no way around it. I want to get even further down in the. It will right literally now. bury like, Cody Rhodes. His career in WWE will have been for nothing. There's no, we get that moment in Philly. We get that moment in Philly. Like, that's happening, bro. And he consistently says Philly is the biggest pop he gets in America. I'm throwing it out there right now, bro. The, the home of the Liberty Bell, he liberates the title. Straight up. I love it. It, it happens, bro. And, what if, what and, if we get a swerve? What if Paul Heyman ends up a Cody Rhodes guy? I think if they do that, they do it. They do it the night after. I don't think they sully Cody's moment and make it about anybody but Cody. Having Paul turn that night, it takes focus off of the goal. Until Damian Priest music hits the second he wins. You know, okay, so like, because we talked about that. I mean, if he beats Damian then and his music hits, then Cody still gets his moment and it's even better. What do you mean? Like if he if Damien cashes in and Cody beats Damien, that makes Cody's big moment even better. He just jobbed out two guys for that title in the main event. I would like to see it. I don't think they'd waste Damien's moment like that, but I also do not think the time for him to come out would be WrestleMania. That Cody winning the title, it, it could happen the next night. But, like, that Cody winning the title, hoisting it above his head for his father, the the lights, the 
the crowd adulation, the fireworks, like it's gonna be Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero's celebration at WrestleMania 20. Like that is one of the most iconic WrestleMania moments, and I think Cody Rhodes will have up there in the top five with them. One hundred percent, and I don't think they. It's bro, it's a freaking T-shirt. Like I can see it now. I can see the commemorative T-shirt. Like they're not gonna like play with that at all for the money in the bank bank briefcase, especially if there's no story. Like Triple H is real big right now on these stories that he's telling, and I'm I'm loving every single one of them. But like they're really getting in the flow of telling stories, and if it makes sense and the crowd wants it, we've heard him say it. If the crowd wants it and it makes sense, let's go. I don't think it makes sense for Damien to get involved with really anybody's celebrations because both moments from what I'm predicting, Punk and Cody, they're so big for the WWE. Punk finally gets his main event. Seth finally gets his real main event. That world title actually being put in the stratosphere with the Universal Championship. You know what I mean? Like it's. But also Cody and Damien do have history. Yeah. They've been building yeah, that like, up for the past couple months now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. I'm not saying they have no necessary, like, ties to each other. It could make sense. But where's the, how does it interweave and set us up for the next coming months? That's what I'm saying. And I'm not saying there ain't a story because I'm sure they could get me there. Just get me there. You know what I mean? So, like, I have so then what do you think Damien does at WrestleMania? Um, maybe we get a multi-man match with the Judgment Day. I don't know who, but like maybe we get the Judgment Day versus like the rest of the Bloodline or something. I don't know. We get new Bloodline members by then. We haven't even touched on that. Jimmy I get has into that. to wrestle Jay at Mania. What does Solo do then? Get beat up by Cody in the main event. Yeah, I mean that's gonna happen. So is Jimmy. You could have Solo just be a Roman hand in that match. There's some more think, adversity for little Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Maybe we get that, though. Maybe we get Solo and L.A. Knight. That's not bad. I hope L.A. Knight's not, like, in the title scene by then. Yeah. I'd like to see him and Solo, actually. Give Solo a big loss at WrestleMania. That's a big win. Or Solo puts 15 Samoan spikes into his neck and calls it a day. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It's interesting, man. It's all. Here's actually, you know what? I want to get deeper into the mud for a second before the show goes. What does Mike Mizanin do for Mania? <laughs> Maybe faces Gunther. Banger. Banger. Yeah, I mean, it was. Mm hmm. I'm loving the Miz, man. It was my Sorry, second. I think it was my second or third favorite title defense of Gunther's. Number one is easily Chad Gable. Number two it might be Sheamus, the first one. They fucking uh-huh. they killed each other. And then yeah, the Miz put on a banger, bro. After people keep telling him that he can't. <laughs> He's definitely a top caliber sports entertainer. He had me invested the entire time. I love the Miz. I I think maybe if he doesn't do Gunther, maybe he does like a cutting edge uh, Miz TV type 100%. segment with somebody, and maybe it's with Stone Cold Steve Austin or John Cena for real this time. <laughs> like both, he gets both of them in the ring. Or if we do get that, he just punk, brings punk out the fuck. He just brings out Mount Rushmore and brings out Hogan, Austin, The Undertaker, and John Cena. There we go. And they all just trade <laughs> finishers on the Miz. Which would be crazy. I don't know if they would this time because Miz is kind of a babyface now. <laughs> he just kicks the shit out of the four biggest names ever. <laughs> awesome credits. Awesome. <laughs> That's sweet. I'm there for it, to be honest with you. He deserved it. Now we're now we're going into Mark's territory. For sure. Just marking out for Mike Mazanin. 
<laughs> the Miz is never getting one over on Stone Cold. Ever. However, he did get one over on Mr. Cena. I don't think he's ever faced The Undertaker. Not a solo, which is kind of crazy to think about. He never he got a not, He would not be able to handle that. I think Undertaker does something at Mania too, even if it's a cinematic match. I'd like to see him maybe just make an appearance, honestly. Taker Braun Breaker. That's a terrible idea. They've already sowed the seeds of that horrible match. Yeah, that would be Goldberg part two. <laughs> He's just going to get killed by a little ass kid. Hell yeah, little Scott Steiner. <laughs> he wishing. Scott Steiner was phenomenal. <laughs> but, um. Braun has, yeah, man. Braun has his entire moveset. Yeah, very true. He is a baby Steiner to the core. Oh, Lord. I think uh, <laughs> the only title we haven't really touched on uh, to really talk about was the U.S. And I want to touch on uh, EO's strap. As far as the U.S., I think I'm predicting Bad Boney versus Logan Paul for the United States Championship at night two of WrestleMania. Bad Bunny has already made his availability known for night two. He says he wants a big match. We already have the LWO on SmackDown. We got Logan Paul throwing shots at Rey Mysterio, um, saying Dom's cool. He uh, he was there for the uh, Santos Escobar match the other day. He's already getting into the mix of this Latino movement going on. It would be dope to see him face a member of the LWL, Bad Bunny, at WrestleMania for the United States Championship. I don't hate it. I just think if you're going to have the United States title on a guy who's... I don't want to call him a part-timer, but I guess technically right now he's a part-timer slash celebrity. Like, I think you have to have a big talent in that match and I mean I've been saying for a while there's two matches that would be well I guess one of these I've been saying for a while LA Knight versus Logan Paul you strap LA Knight up on that night that's a good fucking moment that is a good amount of time for Logan Paul to have had the title he can defend it at the next like three or four pay-per-views leading up to Wrestlemania and we get that or imagine him and your boy, Philip. Yeah. The mic work would be crazy, bro. Like, <laughs> I think bigger than the title. It's almost, it's almost like nothing can be said to Logan Paul that he doesn't just brush off. So, like, it would be nice to see how Phil has to adapt to that. <laughs> it would be really interesting to see how that would work and honestly i think it's too big of a feud for right now logan paul's doing stuff to raise that title up and i think that feud is so much bigger than a title not just that title but a title people wouldn't even give a shit that it was about a title at all like it would be about the promos as that's the first thing we went to was like the promos and like how it's going to be received by people and how they receive each other's insults that's what the talk of the town would be the next morning at the water cooler, not anybody's going to be like, so do you think he's going to take the title from him? Who would care? Like, it's Logan Paul and CM Punk trading barbs. Let's go. But on the other end of the spectrum, it would be a way to strap up Phil and make that U.S. title matter. It would be interesting. Um, I wonder he, if he, he has... He could elevate that to Gunther levels. Yeah. Yeah, he could. And it could be his own lane. I definitely think we get him with the... Uh, did you see that on SmackDown? Him grab the fans' world heavyweight title and, like, smirk? Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting. He looked at it like, huh, that's new. And just kept it pushing. Um, I'm kind of going to be okay. mad if they just job Drew out to Seth, though, some more. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of sucky, but hopefully it just leads to something good as far as like his heel turn complete like snapping and I don't know maybe we can get him 
Yeah. So up to like two weeks ago, we didn't. We knew that Drew McIntyre hadn't come to terms with the deal with WWE. Do we know that yet? I don't think we do. Because that's also a big factor. He's not winning shit if he's not re-signing. He better not go to AEW. Nah, he'd go back to TNA. Awesome. That would be awesome. And that it's Endeavor nice. property. <laughs> yep. And that would be really good. That would be really good. Um, he has actually has some matchups waiting for him back there. Him and Eddie Edwards would be crazy. I'm just gonna go on record right now. That would be sick. But yeah, man. I think that to sum it all up, oh my god, I almost forgot my girl EO. What happens with EO? What the the WWE women's championship? Her Bailey and Dakota at WrestleMania. Ugh. No, I'm going. I think her and I think her and Bailey have to go up against each other. I think that happens before Mania. I'm voting Kyrie versus Oscar versus her for the title. That would kind of suck. Damage control is at the coolest they've ever been. They don't have to break up. They could just be like, "We're the best. Let's put this title up between the three of us. May the best woman win." That's I do not like, like that story. None of them speaks English well enough to tell that story. Uh, be awesome. <laughs> it would be, make no sense to the American audience. <laughs> they just make Dakota Kai translate everything. And <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> Did you notice, like, apparently she can understand them? Who, Dakota? Yeah. Like, Who, it's Dakota? inferred. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't know if you could hear me. Yeah, I said, yeah, it's like inferred that she can speak Japanese. That's fucking weird. (laughs) It's funny, man. But um, yeah, I'm uh, hoping we get some type of good match for EO's championship, even if it ends up being like EO and Charlotte or I don't know. I just want it to be a good match. I don't want any of the titles to fall by the wayside, and I doubt they will. But I think even the women's tag team title lights up the pre-show. We get Dakota Kai and Caden Chance winning those titles WrestleMania weekend. I'm telling you that right now. Um, I wouldn't care. Them or Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. Did I say Dakota Kai and Caden Chance? I thought you said Caden Carter and... Katana. I feel like I said Dakota Kai again, but no, yeah, those girls, like, I need them to win those straps. It would be a great match. You said Shayna, did you say something about Shayna Baszler? No, I said Alba Fire and Isla Dawn would be a good choice, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or have them face each other. I really like Chelsea Green and Piper Niven, though. (laughs) It'd be nice to see a gauntlet match for those titles. That'd be crazy. For sure, on the pre-show, get everybody involved. That I mean, dude, doing stuff like that on the pre-show would literally have me stoked, like, for the pre-show. I love gauntlet matches. I love tournaments. I love, like, qualifiers, like, shit with stakes. Like, give me that on the pre-show. Don't No throwaways. There's no need for throwaways. I can't think of a throwaway match in WWE right now. And, Anything with um, DIY. Oh, man. Two people we did not even name in the tag team lineup. DIY versus Alpha Academy or the Creeds. The New DIY. Day. DIY doesn't deserve anything right now. They do nothing but lose. DIY versus the New Day. <laughs> if it's a pre-shooting match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might get a gauntlet match for those titles. That would be crazy. Oh, God. I hate those matches. They are really long. We just really recently did one. Yeah. Yeah, they are really long. Take the whole first hour of Raw. That'd be the pre-show. Like, the whole pre-show. Yeah, that'd be too much. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, man. Uh, To sum it all up, WrestleMania season, it's stacked I think that this is going to be one of the best WrestleManias, if not the best WrestleMania of all time. 
the roster is at its best ratings are at their best merch sales are up social media engagements are at an all-time high i don't see how anything can go wrong we're only going to keep going up from here uh raw smackdown nxt which we will get to on its own separate uh, segment please don't think that we forgot about Shawn michaels wild bunch down there in good old florida we're going to get to them just as well too but um yeah just touching on the main roster side of things man like this is just definitely going to be one of the best seasons that we've ever lived through and it's only going to get better from years to come as far as i'm concerned i can't wait to see what happens i know you're excited this uh, this cannot or this may very well be the most hype wrestlemania for me ever i we already got our tickets i'm gonna be there in philly seeing it live i swear to god if roman reigns wins against cody we riot <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it's it's definitely gonna be a, a a horror scene if that happens i can only imagine how the fans are gonna react but one thing they got to do to figure that out is tune in and just make sure that they're there with their tickets or you got your subscription to peacock or or you've bought the pay-per-view however you got to do it you do that because you do not want to miss this show it's going to be one of the greatest if not the greatest ever and we are going to definitely be there in one way or another but that's our time for today definitely Uh, I had fun talking about this stuff, man. I can't wait till we get there. As far as the show, we are going to be back again at the end of this week, uh, talking about pro wrestling in only the ways that we can, covering just about everything that matters at the moment, WWE. Um, Hey, man, if you guys have any type of questions or anything, we do have a Q&A line on the show that you can find on Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. So any questions that you guys have for us about anything that we talked about or you want to hear us talk about, just drop us a line right there on the Q&A section and it would be greatly appreciated. Once again, for Russell Raiders, my name is Frank Petrelli and I got my wonderful co-host Roach Boy Red with me. Y'all have a good rest of your day. Later. Jelly good. you the guy with the airpods in his ear staring at his phone trying to figure out what podcast you want to listen to on your way home from work come closer i got a suggestion for you go on any of your podcasting affiliates like apple music stitcher spotify or any of those even youtube and check out wrestle raiders it's one of the best pro wrestling podcasts out right now that cover wrestling history. We dig in all of the crates. I'm talking going all the way back to the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Plus, we apply our mind to wrestling wonders of tomorrow. We're talking Raw, SmackDown, NXT, at times NWA, Impact Wrestling, and any other places that the fans are clamoring to hear about. And you got one of the best co-hosts of all time, me. Guess who the main host is? Me. Both of them, me, Frank Petrelli, and I'll guide you through anything and everything you need to and want to know about this pro wrestling landscape that is ever so changing. Check us out once again on all podcasting affiliates to get all of your pro wrestling news and needs. Wrestle Raiders. Catch you later.